On today's episodes, I have episodes, episode, I have Ashley Jones, who is a bra racer from, am I going to say it right? Mansfield, Georgia? Yes. Man, okay. Yes. Um, some of her most recent wins are she won third out of 129 horses in Brandon, Mississippi, seventh out of 431 horses at the Louisiana NFR style barrel race, and fifth at the Triumph over Tragedy Barrel Race in Andalusia. So thanks for getting on here with me today. Yeah, of course. All right. So the first thing that I want to ask you, and I've been asking everybody this, is what are you doing during quarantine besides making your hilarious TikTok videos? <laughs> well, that's how you know I have gone crazy because I'm making TikTok videos. They are so good. The one with your mom, I probably watched it 20 times. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she's so, my mom is so funny. But um, now I'm just riding, working out. And then I'm just really bored after I do those two things. Right. So I know that this morning you went turkey hunting. Did you see anything? Well, we heard three birds. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try again this afternoon and hunt in a different spot and see if we can get one. But Now, is that something that you normally do or are you so bored that you're like, I'm going to become a turkey hunter? (laughs) um, It's actually something I've done my whole life. So my uncle actually used to have a TV show on GAC from the time I was five Mm -hmm. until about seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And he's actually a quadriplegic and broke his neck when he was nine. So he was like the first handicapped host or Mm -hmm. something like that when I was little. Okay. So this is kind of like a family thing then. Oh, yeah, something we've always done. Very cool. All right, so I'm going to start with the basics first. How did you get into barrel racing? Are your parents kind of into the rodeo thing, or did you just do it on your own, or how did that work? It was just one of those things. I did not grow up in a rodeo family. I didn't grow up with horses, and so when I was about 12 or 13, I kind of wanted a horse, and my dad got me one, and then... I had to buy a saddle, mm-hmm. and the lady we bought the saddle from just happened to teach barrel racing lessons, and I just fell in love with it from the first day I saw it. That's awesome. Did you do anything like any kind of high school rodeos or play days when you were younger? I didn't. Nope. I just went to local barrel races, kept practicing at it, and then started going to amateur rodeos when I got a little bit older. Okay. And then in what year did you start going to the pro rodeos? Um, it was 2017. I bought my permit and filled it. And then here we are. Here we are. <laughs> okay, so what horses do you have going right now? That I mean, the um, ones that you have going down the road and young ones, if you have any of those. Yes. Well, I actually sold everything I have besides the ones I'm hauling. And then my mom has an older horse that she just kind of rides around. Mm-hmm. But my main horse, his name is Split. And I bought him when he was four and I was 15. And he's he's kind of the reason... I kept going with it and really got into rodeo. Me and him just kind of grew up together, and nobody really expected us to, I guess, get to the level that we have. Mm-hmm. So it was really just, I guess, God's plan for my life, really, because it was just a hobby at first, and it's turned into a career, and I've been very blessed. And he he's not only, you know, like my favorite horse, but he's part of our family. Right. Now, you said you got him when he was four? Yes, and he is 13. So did you have to season him? I mean, was he already going when he got him? He was started, but I had to finish him, and then I seasoned him, and we just kind of really just grew together and learned it together because neither one of us had any idea. Right. Now, did you have any help from anybody? I mean, you said the lady that you bought the saddle from, but is that who – I mean, is there anybody else that was helping you? Um, I've gotten a lot of help from a bunch of different people because – 
you know, everybody has different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. And I think you just have to learn what works for you. So I have a handful of people that I still call and go stay with and help when I need it. Right. And now I know that you have another horse that's kind of, well, she's not really new anymore. You've had her for a little while now, but tell us about her. Yeah. So she was my first adult purchase <laughs> <laughs> like a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. And I really, really, really like her. And Flit, my golden, has ran for so long, so it was just time to get him some help. Mm-hmm. And she is, I think she'll turn out to be my main horse. Mm-hmm. And she's just so much fun to run. She's so fast, and she's a little bit harder to ride. Right. So, is she kind of like a different style than him? or She is. She's more of a free runner, and you have to help her a lot. You really have to. You have to have your head on straight when you're on her because she's just, she's going. Right. <laughs> stopping her. Right. Once you let her loose. Now, you go to a lot of barrel races along with the rodeos. Do you think that either one of your horses kind of prefers a rodeo over a barrel race or barrel races over rodeos? I think both of mine, along with myself, prefer the rodeos over the barrel races just because I think they've adapted to the rodeo atmosphere Mm -hmm. and that's what we go to more of. So I think that's what they're used to. Mm -hmm. And they're just so different. Right. (laughs) So different. If you're anything like me, you'll like the rodeos better too. Cause I, I did not like going and sitting at a barrel race all day. So it's so much more fun just to go to the rodeos. say that watching barrel racing is like watching paint dry. It really <laughs> after, is. After a hundred runs, I mean, it's pretty much the same. It's almost as bad as watching team roping all day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm marrying a team roper. Anyway. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of being bored in quarantine, I actually picked up a rope the other day and started oh, no. to try to do that. So I'm like, here's my fallback if I can't ever get it together with barrel racing. <laughs> I can kind of rope a dummy. Does that count? Oh, I mean, I feel like it counts. Hey, when we were in the practice pen the other day, actually what happened was, is I'm like the queen of just talking junk to people like in the roping pinks. I don't know what I'm doing. And so finally (laughs) Tyler says, he's like, here, here's the rope. You try. Well, they like let me use a steer that was trotting and I caught it twice in a row. So now I'm like the champion. Is this the video you posted with your um, muck boots on? Yes. Like you can't tell me anything now. (laughs) It was good stuff. So anyway, getting back to you, I just had to tell you that story. Um, What, what do you do with your horses during the week to keep them sharp and ready to go? Um, so we have a lot of heels and I like to long trot the heels and just really build their muscles up and keep them in shape. Mm-hmm. And I don't work the barrels too, too often unless we're having a problem. Cause I mean, they're both two finished horses. Mm-hmm. And so that, I mean, they know their job and it's hard to, you know, not burn them out on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I tend to not set up barrels too, too often if I can. Right. How, how many times a week do you try to ride? I try to ride every day. I, I, I may give them one or two days off, mm-hmm. and if I'm not riding them, I do put them on the walker, but I, t- I try to do something with them every day. Right. Now, do you use the same, like, headgear and stuff on them when you're riding during the week that you do when you run them in? No, I run them in a different bit mm-hmm. than what I work them in, just to, you know, give them a different feel and really things that they need help with during the week. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I even warm them up in different bits, too, and really just run them in one bit. Right. Sorry, my alarm went off. That was my alarm saying I had a conference call with you. (laughs) Too late. 
Anyways, okay, so now you go to so many different places all the time, um, and you're still kind of young. You're in your early 20s, right? Yes, I'm 23. Okay, so who do you haul with, or do you travel by yourself? It's usually me and my mom. Really? Okay, <laughs> now, I seen the picture of your mom at, I think it was the Perry, no, it was the Cindy or Perry Rodeo, where she was like, carrying around the stepping stool. <laughs> yes, okay, so we were walking around, and they were... I think it was like intermission or something. I can't remember. But I look over at her and she has this stool from the trailer. Because she, she's only like five, two, five, three. So she can't reach anything. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I have to see the video, everybody, Ashley. Oh, I'm like, okay, okay, radio mom. So does she take that with her everywhere or is it just there? She says, I, she said, I always bring this when there's a really high fence. Oh, she is prepared. <laughs> yeah, so she has her little video camera and that like Bluetooth to the phone. Like that is her job. That is so funny. Are you an only child? I am. So you guys are probably like besties then. <laughs> yes, my mom is literally my best friend. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is so great. So it, you're actually, I want to say you're lucky that you don't have a mom who gets into barrel racing because I do. And sometimes like my mom and I will be riding together and we will yeah. butt heads more like we're like um, sisters than mom, like her, her be my mom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's probably better off that your mom does it and she just goes and videos. <laughs> I've gotten really lucky that both of my parents love it just as much as I do. That's so good. Now, I haven't got to hang out with you at rodeos very much, but there is one thing that if somebody said, like, what's your favorite thing about Ashley Jones or, like, what do you know about her, it would be that you are amazing at not only marketing yourself, but your sponsors, which you have a whole slew of them. And let me just tell you, um, my favorite sponsor that you have is Chick-fil-A. And when I <laughs> Everybody asks me, they're like, do you get free chicken? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the answer to that? Um, well, I do have the little cards where you can get sandwiches. That's awesome. Oh, my God. But listen, if anybody that works for Chick-fil-A is listening or like anybody important listening, when I was doing my notes for this podcast with you, I started craving Chick-fil-A and that's what I had for lunch today. So you are doing your job. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so they need to keep sponsoring you. But, <laughs> so, but what do you think, all jokes aside, why do you think it's so important to be able to market yourself and your sponsors in the rodeo business? My dad taught me from a very early age that, yes, it's fun to rodeo, it's fun to go run barrels, but this is a business. Mm -hmm. And I took a very big chance and decided not to go to college. Mm -hmm. So since I was about, I, it really started when I was 17. And this was before, I think I was 20, 21 when I bought my permit. If I'm doing the math correctly, which I'm not very good at, but that's all right. You can't be. I always tell people I can't be cute and smart. So. I know, right? No, from about 17 to 18, me and Dad really sat down and got a business plan together, and just decided if we were going to do this, then we're going to do it to its full potential and just do it the best that we can, and be very smart about it. That's awesome because I mean, coming from first of all, my business or my job is marketing for the company Central States that's allowing me to do these podcasts for everyone. Um, but since I am a marketer, like I'm a big nerd about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so when I see people like you, like it gets me excited because not everybody is like that. And when people, when a company sponsors somebody, it's so important for them to really appreciate it and really try to help grow their business because that's the only thing they're really getting 
out of sponsoring you. So yes, I think that's yes. awesome, awesome, awesome that you do that. So oh, thank you so much. And then just putting yourself out there as well, it just opens up so many opportunities for so many business skills or just opportunities. So that's pretty cool that your dad kind of instilled that into you. Thanks. Uh, yes, he may not be a horse person, but he, he is a business person. So he, he's been a big blessing with learning how to navigate through that. Right. That is awesome. Okay. Now speaking about your dad, you guys have the triumph over tragedy. Can you tell me a little bit about that and how it got started and yes. what goes on with that? So um, my uncle's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So he was, my uncle was nine. His name is Wesley. And my dad was, I think my dad was 13 and they built a tree house and they had a zip line Mm -hmm. and that's how they would get down from the tree house. Mm -hmm. Well, one day some older boys moved their rope up about 20 feet and it was dry rotted and they didn't know it. So Wes went down it and the rope snapped and he fell and broke his neck. Mm -hmm. So fast forward, I think Wes is, he's 40 now. And about eight years ago, they decided to start the foundation. So what we do is we find families that, you know, have spinal cord injuries or brain injuries. And we go in and um, remodel their homes and widen doorways and build ramps and just modify the house so it's easier for that person to live, basically. We'll go in and put lift systems in the ceiling to get them to the shower or the bed or the bathroom and stuff like that. That's really cool. I mean, how many people do you think that you guys work with each year? Um, that that would be more of a dad question. <laughs> okay, I'll do a dad on here one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I want to say dad, dad and Wes have probably worked with probably 50 families a year since they've done it, maybe. And, mm-hmm. you know, not every family we've remodeled their home, but we, we've helped them get flights to different hospitals. We've gone and visited them. So mm-hmm. just even the little things like that. Right. That's really cool. Now, um, I was thinking that this is only for people like the rodeo world. So this is just for anybody. Anybody, yes. That's good to know. So y'all listen up about that one because, I mean, you could have been <laughs> misinformed um, <laughs> like I was. And I was informed, but I, mean, I just wasn't listening correctly, I guess. Um, now, let's hope that rodeos get back going pretty soon. What are your goals for the rodeo season this year? And what are your goals? Just, I mean, your biggest goals. Yes. Well, for this season, I'll probably just stay in the circuit and just try to make circuit finals mm-hmm. and just see where it goes. If things start picking up and going well, I may venture out of the circuit a little bit, mm-hmm. but next year I may try to get into like the top 40 and then maybe try to make a run for the NFR the next year. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, we can have a plan, but God's timing always takes over. So right now, do you plan on going to any of these bigger rodeos this year? Like, um, I mean, I say Cheyenne, but I feel like it's coming up so quick. So we really don't know. So let's just pretend we're going to have all these bigger rodeos. Are you going to any of those? <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe <laughs> I, I want to, uh-huh. so we'll just see where the cards are falling and how it's going. Right. Now, when you go to all these big rodeos, and I mean, you just go to so many of them. Do you ever just kind of step back and be like, wow, like, I can't believe this is all happening and I'm getting to rodeo as a career. Yes, it, it is absolutely crazy because I feel like just yesterday I just started riding, not even barrel racing and time just flies so fast and as you get older it flies even quicker I think but you know with this whole coronavirus and the whole world shutting down I think it's really 
made me take a step back and really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I took it for granted on purpose, mm-hmm. but now that it's not here, I think I appreciate it even more and really, really love it even more. Right. I know with this coronavirus stuff for me, like I'm kind of a sore loser. So if I don't do good, um, I get really, really upset. I don't take it out on anybody else. Like I don't want anybody to think I'm crazy. Well, I am sometimes crazy after a run, but (laughs) you might not want to come talk to me. I don't know. Anyways, but I feel like I'm going to be happy to be somewhere no matter if I had a bad run or not. (laughs) Yes. No, I agree. That's funny. Anyways, okay, well, I'm going to let you jump off of here, but thank you so much for getting on here and kind of telling us what you do with your horses and teaching me about Triumph Forward Tragedy, because obviously there was more than I needed to know <laughs> that I needed to know. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for getting on here, and I will talk to you later. Perfect. Thank you so All right. much. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye.